Uh, I think last time we were here, I said something about one for the thumb. I don't know if you did or not. I did. <laughs> so? Well, we're excited to be back here. Uh, obviously, it was uh, a lot of adversity, but uh, a lot of uh, really good football by the guys as well to uh, handle that adversity. We always talking about attacking the adversity that you face, and we face it right off the Right off the bat of the season, losing uh, a tough game at Montana, and we came in the locker room and just told the guys, don't let this game define you, uh, and continue to attack the process. And we talk about that a lot, attacking the process and just winning the play and, and have an opportunity, if you win every play, to, to win a game. So uh, real excited that uh, we're able to come here for a fifth straight time. Uh, but in the same respect, we keep talking about to our guys, this is the 2015 Bison. It's not the 11, 12, 13, or 14. This is the 2015 Bison. It's about these, this group of young men that uh, are going to go out there and, and play against an exceptional uh, Jacksonville State uh, football team that uh, we have a tremendous amount of respect for. Uh, they're very explosive on offense and, and uh, lights out on defense. And uh, we're excited about the uh, challenge for uh, uh, tomorrow at 11 o'clock. And um, also excited to, to announce that Carson Wentz is going to start a quarterback tomorrow. And um, uh, something that uh, we've been kind of going back and forth. And obviously, I know the first thing you guys are going to ask me is, you know, what made you decide or when did you decide? Uh, you guys know me too well that uh, Carson's practiced a lot more than you guys have ever realized he's practiced. And uh, uh, I I'm excited because uh, we have two exceptional quarterbacks ready to play a football game uh, in Easton Stick. Uh, who I told to when I met with him this week, as well as uh, and Carson and Easton are really good friends, we wouldn't be in this position without Easton Stick. There's, there's just no way we'd be here without the tremendous uh, ability of what Easton has done. But uh, um, throughout the process uh, of getting Carson uh, enough snaps and ready to play, um, you know, we came to the conclusion that uh, uh, he's going to be the guy that takes the first snap under center. So with that, uh, I'll open up for questions. Okay, we'll direct it to the players first, please. Okay, right here, Calhoun and Melissa will get mics to you. Tom Izzo, WDAY-TV. Carson, describe this whole process and when you felt healthy enough and, and ready to go. Yeah, you know, it's been a long, uh, frustrating process, to say the least. Um, lots of doctor's appointments, lots of things I didn't want to hear for a long time. Um, about two weeks ago, I really started progressing quite a bit, um, practicing, you know, almost full go. Um, and just kind of getting my feet wet again with practice through some scout seven on did some things and just kind of progressed my way and um, you know, This week has just been a whirlwind finally realizing I got I'm gonna get a chance to start one more time So a lot of emotions and I you know I'm excited to get one more opportunity with these guys Back here on the David Watkins NBC 5 locally Carson I know you're focused on this game, but how have you reacted to kind of the national? attention you're getting as far as your prospects for the NFL Oh, I mean, that's it's cool and it is what it is, but, you know, I'm not the only one on the squad getting that attention either. Um, you know, we got a lot of guys with ability, whether it's uh, seniors or underclassmen. You know, we're just focused on, on the task at hand, which is tomorrow. Back here, Calhoun. Uh, Beth Poole, Valley News Live out of Fargo. Joe Haig, what's it feel like to hear that Carson Wentz is going to start this game, uh, a fellow senior, a guy you've been through a lot with? Yeah, you know, it's awesome. Obviously, he's been going up against a lot of adversity. Um, but, uh, you know, just you know, just, just knowing Carson, not competitor he is, um, it's it's obviously really exciting for us. You know, we love like Carson to be able to come back. We love that we're going to be able to protect him. Um, and, uh, you know, just you know, just happy to play this game and, uh, you know, get out there Saturday and play. Guys, remember to speak in front of, into the mic in oh, front yeah. of you there. Sorry, I don't okay. one here. You heard it. 
<laughs> okay. Here up front. Uh, Jeff Kopak, the forum in Fargo. Carson, when were you medically cleared, and uh, how long has it been since you've been really full speed like you think you should be? Yeah, about a little over two weeks is when I was uh, full speed. I kind of pushed the envelope a little bit. Uh, this Monday, my CT scan revealed that I was uh, fully cleared. Here in the back. Uh, Mike McCann with KVRR in Fargo. Carson, now that you are in this position, what can you say about the job that Easton did all season to get you guys here? I can't say enough. You know, uh, him and I are best friends, and, um, you know, he's done a tremendous job. I owe him so much. Um, you know, I remember when I got hurt, uh, he he kind of looked at me and laughed. He's like, it's going to be my job to get you back out there again. And uh, he did an unbelievable job, and I owe him a lot. Well, let's have some Mike too, guys. Have you seen a lot of live bullets in practice, so to speak? I mean, have you, I mean, it was a lot of more seven on seven, or were you actually in pads a lot, Carson? How did, how did that all work the last couple of weeks? Brian, Sean, by the way, KBLY, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been uh, facing uh, pretty much live everything. You know, obviously, quarterbacks in red in practice, you know, not getting hit, so that helped a lot. But you know, I've been seeing live, live reps for about two, two weeks or so now. David Watkins again, locally, NBC5. Carson, I'm curious if you have an opinion on the Dallas Cowboys. They might be looking for a quarterback in the draft. <laughs> Focus on the game, thanks. Uh, Beth Hull, KDLI. Carson, what sort of advice did you get from Randy Hedberg, maybe some other people who have been mentors to you just about those future opportunities, but having this last moment and this last opportunity? I've gotten advice, you know, both ways from all sorts of people. But you know, I'm a competitor, and you know, I've been way, th been through way too much uh, with this program and this university to not, you know, push the envelope like I mentioned earlier and do everything I possibly could to get back out there. And I'm just uh, very fortunate enough that I will get that opportunity tomorrow. Okay, here in the back, Mike McCann with KBR again. Uh, CJ and Nick, for you guys, without giving away too much of the game plan, we've heard an awful lot about Jacksonville State's offense. If you had to say we have to stop this to be successful. What is the this? Uh, the this is always the run. Um, that's the, the one thing that we emphasize. Uh, the linebackers and D-line, that's one thing that we emphasize every day in practice every year. Um, that's the one thing that we do with every team. We want to stop the run first. I'm sure Nick can say this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's not really one thing you can game plan for. This team has a lot of offensive weapons. So, uh, you know, just trying to get them off schedule early and uh, get on top of them. Uh, Michael Brown, KVRR. This is for CJ and Nick again. If you, you heard Coach talk, this year's team a little bit different, obviously from last year's team. But looking back to last year's national championship with Illinois State, they had the running back coverage, the dual threat. Do you see any similarities in Jacksonville State? You go back to last year to look at any schemes you guys implemented in that game, try and do it again this year. Uh, a little similar. Uh, I think Jacksonville State this year is more explosive than Illinois State was last year, and so we have our uh, hands full. And so, um, yeah. There's not much touch on that. Yeah. That was a ditto. Yeah. Okay. Up here front. Steve Austin, WZFG Radio Fargo. Uh, Carson, being out of game action for two months, what's going to be the biggest adjustment getting back to the game speed as compared to practice and scrimmages? And how have you tried to ready yourself for what you'll see tomorrow? 
Yeah, you know, like I mentioned, I ended up throwing uh, some some scout team stuff, facing the, the speed of our defense a, a couple times, so that helped tremendously. You know, the biggest thing is just going to get uh, be getting hit right away. Um, but for me, it's almost got that first game feel again. I kind of feel like I've almost been out a whole whole year for that matter, and it's kind of a short one game season for me. Ross Uglum, Scout Media. CJ, talk to me a little bit about uh, Barge, their receiver, and what what um, challenges he and Jenkins pose to your defense. Uh, they're both really good. Uh, Jenkins, he's a uh, our, yeah um, the other 15. He's he's a really good receiver. He's really really athletic. Um, Barge, um, just seeing him on tape, he runs really good routes. Probably be- the best routes that I've seen by any receiver ran so far this year. And so um, they take shots downfield. They come down with a lot of them. And so just looking forward to the challenge. Any more questions for the players? Okay. Melissa, you got business. Actually, mine's for you, Coach. Uh, I'm Mark Edwards, the Anison We're going to hold off okay. with the coaches. We'll just go with the players first until we dismiss them. Okay. We'll take have time for just two more questions. Carson, uh, I think you said once the green helmets came out, you wanted to play. Was that the indication then when you made the vote that you were going to play when the green helmets came back? You know, I, I remember when we uh, – first revealed that we were wearing green helmets, uh, I think that was a Western Illinois game. I, I was a little upset. Um, I was excited for the guys, but I was kind of bitter about not being able to wear them. So I told Coach, if I ever get a chance to play again, we're going to wear those. So um, I've been in his ear the last kind of three weeks. If I'm, if I'm going, we're going to wear those. So he came through for me. Okay, one last question for the players. Okay. Oh. Or not. Anybody? Thanks, guys. Good luck tomorrow. We'll start over here with Coach Plyman. Hi, Coach. Again, Mark Edwards, Anderson Star. Did you consider withholding your announcement on Carson and just let us find out tomorrow at 11 o'clock? We did consider that, but uh, I wanted to get Carson in front and let him uh, let him have his day and let him uh, visit. And uh, um, hey, it is what it is, and uh, we have two capable quarterbacks ready to play, and, and we're excited about tomorrow. Coach David Watkins, local NBC. For those who haven't seen Carson play, how would you describe him as a quarterback? Big, strong arm kid that uh, extremely athletic, um, uh, very smart at the line of scrimmage, and um, you know has all the attributes that a lot of people like, and uh, uh, exceptional leader. And uh, what he, what he had given Easton is what Easton is as well, and that's why I know the future is extremely bright for uh, for Easton as well. back here and then then come up to you. Mm-hmm. Coach, should we expect to see Easton on the field at all tomorrow? Well, he's ready to go. That's what I'll tell you. He, he is ready to go. Uh, I've visited with him. Coach Hedberg has. Obviously, Coach Polisek has. And uh, Easton's had, uh, you know, when you practice for three weeks, everybody's had plenty of reps. So um, he's ready to roll. Up here, up front. Um, how tiring has this question been of Wentz you know, in the last two months? You know, it's uh, it's been a little tiring. There's no question about that. And I think everybody understands the, uh, the realm of when he was cleared to truly throw, 
uh, was back at uh, or come back to practice and throw. I think it was that first playoff game with you and I, and uh, he was throwing. I mean, that was the thing that uh, none of you guys realized was he he was doing just what we said. He was just he was throwing at that time, and then each week he probably progressed a little bit more, and uh, even to the point of uh, the last doctor's appointment, those were all planned out that he had had for months, and um, we knew if we could get through the semifinal game there was a great chance that he would play um, or be able to play and we won the semifinal game and uh, uh, had a couple of days before Christmas that he and I visited and and, uh, um, and then when he came back from Christmas uh, he's been kind of full go ever since and uh, you know that's the one thing that you guys talk about the, the live bullets and those other things most of you guys that have seen our practices we don't walk through many things uh, we go really hard um, it doesn't matter if it's scout team against our first offense or a number of times like we do first defense against first offense and uh, other than being hit but I'll be honest with the Easton stick hasn't been hit since Richmond and not, not a lot of your quarterbacks get hit in practice he's had plenty of live live repetitions as far as two minutes seven on seven uh, pass under pressure with guys like Shatsy and Menard coming off the edge and stuff so I don't foresee that being an issue at all. Coach, when did you make that decision that Carson would be the starter? And what, what progressed from the semifinal game to now that makes you comfortable with that? Well, just when we came back from our from our Christmas, it was he started taking a bunch of snaps. And once again, because we have so many plays in a practice, he would take half, Easton would take half, and, and we were just, okay, everything's great on Monday. Let's give him a few more on Tuesday. Just But there's a lot of plays in there that I knew uh, as the middle of last week that he was going to be ready to go just watching him spin it around out there. You knew there was no uh, ill effects from uh, from his hand or anything. And then not only that, but because you have so much time in this three weeks off, you do a lot of walkthroughs. You, you spend so much time with, with the guys that you know they're prepared. And that's something that I wanted to make sure from a mental standpoint he was prepared and there was, he answered all those questions. Just remember to identify yourself, please. Coach, Dom Izzo, WDAY. Are you worried about rust, a rust factor that he hasn't played since October 17th? No, not at all. It, it's Carson Wentz. He'll be fine. Okay, up front. Uh, Jeff Kopak, The Forum. A couple things. Uh, in this day and age of social media, how tough is it to keep that? With, you know, players leaking out and talking. It's extremely difficult. It's interesting. Our kids are pretty savvy and pretty smart. We didn't emphasize it to the team. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. They know. I mean, that's why a lot of those kids are in the program here for four and five years. And, and those kids that are in the program, like a Joe Haig, will make sure and tell a young kid that stays in here. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, it's simple why you close the practice and stuff and why you want to make sure that when you're in the bubble, nobody can get in there anyway. But just with closed practices, you can do a lot of things. And, and I wanted to make sure that it wasn't a, a real media circus for the guy either and let him do his work so that he can get ready to play. And how do you respond to people saying, well, he shouldn't play because he's got a future NFL draft. He might get hurt again. I, I would say it's he's been cleared by the doctors. He and I have talked extensively. Um, he's ready to play. And um, if, if you're cleared and you're a competitor, uh, which we know Carson is, and you, know, you look at the guys that are up here, you know, C.J. Smith's a fifth-year senior, Carson Wentz, fifth-year senior, Joe Haig, fifth-year senior. You want to play with your brothers one more time. And um, 
there was uh, once we won that semifinal game, in the back of my mind, I thought, okay, he's going to be ready to go because he wants to do this for all these guys that he came in with. Back over here. Chris Ryan Gellner from KFGO. A no-brainer for you in this decision? Did you lose some sleep? Did you bounce it off coaches? How would you come to the final decision, you yourself? I don't sleep a whole lot during this time of year anyway. My <laughs> wife can tell you that. Um, no, I just, it wasn't, when you say a no-brainer, if he's healthy, yeah, it wasn't in any question. It was just us as a coaching staff, and not just me, but Tim and, and, and Randy as well, seeing how he's throwing the ball, seeing how he was he was able to take his drop, seeing all the things that he was doing. Um, I know one thing, since, you know, Ryan, you can help me this, how long has he been working out with Coach Kramer? Since October, I would say, or excuse me, since November 1st? Since November 1st, he's been doing patterns. He's been doing all sorts of running. Every, I mean, every day that kid was out there, even when we knew he wasn't playing the whole month of November, he's in phenomenal shape. That, there, there's not any doubt about that. Beth Wool, KBLY. Coach, uh, when did you tell the team and what did you tell them, the, the, the final word? We didn't have a big production of our team meeting, Beth. You know, uh, they, they see it at practice. They see, okay, he's with the ones right now. Eason's with the ones right now. They, they understand. And, and let's, let's be honest, Nick DeLuca and C.J. Smith have their hands full um, trying to stop a, a phenomenal offense. Um, in our offense, you can see the way we practice. It's just a, it's a machine that just rolls as far as the amount of reps and plays that we get in. Uh, there doesn't need to be any big announcement. Back here in the middle. Okay, we'll get you. Andy Rickoff, KNDS Radio. Coach, well, what's this night before like? Do you lose sleep? Is it hard to go to sleep knowing what's on stake the next morning? You don't sleep well before any night before a football game normally. Um, but no, we, we have a lot of things we have to get done still. We, we have a walkthrough, and it's, it's so, it'll be neat because uh, we'll have upwards of 200 alums out there, former players, which. Uh, and not many schools can have that uh, where they'll come out to practice and they'll interact with our guys. It's really special. And then we'll go back to the hotel, have dinner, have some meetings. And, and uh, it's an early start, so we'll get the guys uh, off their feet uh, uh, probably by 8 o'clock, 8.30, and, and uh, just go through our final notes. And, and um, you know, it's, it's, we're fortunate we played in an 11 o'clock game in the playoffs, so it wasn't that long ago we were doing this. Okay, we've got up here. Yeah. Brian Sean, KBLI. Coach? Your last practice of the season, finally, I know it's been a long ride, and every senior class has their own unique personality or kind of trait that you remember them by. What are you going to remember this senior class by, maybe compared to any other senior class that you've had here? Resolve. Biggest thing. Resolve through adversity. Because um, a lot of people wrote these guys off in after Montana and said, boy, we're not going to be very good, especially on defense, and a lot of those guys improved. We were 4-2, and two, sitting in a locker room. Uh, didn't know we'd lost a starting quarterback for the season. Didn't know what Easton Stick was going to do. We, we knew his ability. And um, you know, we had a real um, tough meeting on Monday after that South Dakota game. And, and uh, you know everybody bought in to say, hey, we're, we're going to make this run. We're going to rally around Easton Stick, and, and we're going to make a run and, and concentrate on just winning every day. And um, hats off to these seniors for being phenomenal leaders. But their resolve through adversity this year, unlike any other, uh, has been really special. Somebody here in the back here, or in the middle, I see you. 
Ross Uglum, scout. Coach, describe that last practice uh, with all the alums and former players and, and how that tradition got started and what it means to the guys that are on the team now. We did it in 2011 uh, when I was here as a secondary coach, and, and I don't know if it happened prior to that, but we did it in 2011 and had a lot of guys around, and, and, um, and each year probably more and more, just like more people in general have migrated south uh, for this championship game over the five years and um, it's neat because it's my chance to thank those people for laying an unbelievable foundation uh, of bison culture and, and the environment and standard that they set uh, is second to none and, and it gives those guys an opportunity to interact with our players it gives our players we'll let a player talk to them we'll uh, we'll let uh, one of our coaches talk to them it, it's a it's a pretty special moment that uh, uh, i'm just blessed to be a part of Mike McFeely from the Forum. Are you worried about your offense losing its rhythm now with Carson at quarterback because it's been rolling so well with Easton here for the last five, six weeks? Yeah, there, there's obviously a little bit of concern on that. I'll take it back to the three-week layover. I think I worry about our defense tackling after three weeks. I worry about uh, the contact getting back crisp after three weeks. I would worry about uh, our, our timing with our receivers in Easton or Carson after three weeks. Um, and uh, so it, it is kind of a, and he mentioned it, it's kind of a first game feel. It is for both teams. Uh, and, and so when you're going into a first game feel, you're going to have some, some mistimed on some things, whether it had been Carson or Easton. But uh, we just feel that Carson's ready to go. Okay, we'll have time for just a couple more questions. Anybody? Oh, well, we can end it now. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you.